bunch of other people, but I was like, how do I achieve it for myself? So it was travel that helped me like bridge the gap. And I can't wait to talk about it. Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life transformation and human design coach who supports others on their own personal growth journeys. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are, and we are going to talk about it all from wellness, spirituality, self-empowerment, energy, self-realization, sobriety, mental health awareness, literally anything that can help us along on our own self-project journeys. So let's dive right in. I want to welcome to the show, Angie Santiel, and I'm really, really excited to have Angie on with us. So we connected through some um, podcast collaboration group, and Angie was so gracious that she was like, yes, I will come on your show, and I will talk to your audience. And let me tell you a little bit about Angie. So Angie has... Um, been a solo traveler for the last five years. And she is all about equipping millennial women with tools that are going to enable them to travel more often and give them the confidence that they need so they can create memorable experiences on a budget. And why I love this I feel like this aligns so closely to myself because I was very much one of those that I'm like, well, I can't travel. I have kids. We can't afford it. This, this, that. And I last year took a solo, well, kind of a solo trip. It was a leaving my family, leaving my husband. And um, I, you know, went with some friends. I was part of um, an MLM and we went and did this thing, but it was in Indianapolis. And that was like the first time I'd ever kind of traveled by myself. Right. so liberating. Like I did it again in January before COVID. I went to Arizona again with a group of girlfriends, but I flew out there completely by myself. I Ubered from the airport to, you know, and I was just like, what is this? I can go travel by myself. So I think that it's really great that you're here and you're going to share more about that with us today. So before I ramble all the way, Um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Angie. Do you want to just tell us a little bit more about you and what you do? Yeah, sure. So thank you. Um, I'm really happy to be here and like talk to everyone. So yeah, so I started my business um, last month, actually. And I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, okay, I know I like traveling. and I know I like these different things, but you kind of have to like, go into like, go into form, right? Like, you know, get like a regular job and all of that. So I was in like a regular hospital job and then I left that in February and I was thinking like, okay, 2020, it's going to be like the best year ever. And then COVID hit and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I have to pivot really fast because I don't know what I'm going to do. So then like watching like some like webinars and stuff online, I was like, okay, like what kind of like aspect of me can I tap into to kind of like teach people? And then I was like, ah, travel, because travel's just taught me, like, so many lessons over, like, the last five years, so I was, like, okay, like, let me kind of, like, put that into something, so then I was, like, okay, I can, like, kind of, like, make, like, a course, I can kind of, like, teach people how I do, like, my itinerary process and everything, and, like, really help 
and empower people because I just feel like for me, travel has just taught me like lessons I probably wouldn't have learned otherwise. And it's just like made me a much stronger and like just like all around better person. So I wanted to give that that gift to other people. 100%. I love that. And like you touched on, it does just instill you with this confidence of like, yeah, I can, I can figure this out. I can get myself around. Like I can, I can do this. I can take care of myself. I can do these things. It really, you know, for myself, I know was just a really liberating experience. So yeah, I love that you share that. So tell us, so you just started DIY travel planning how has COVID affected your travel have you still been able to like do some traveling with COVID or have you feel like you're kind of on a on a hold with it (laughs) yeah I'm pretty much on a hold like I think I had probably like four or five trips planned for this year and then I was just like okay like nope they're not happening anymore so like I was like driving because I live in Florida so I was like driving around like you know Miami and like my immediate area but now I'm just like okay like I'm just gonna lock it in just right out the rest of this year but it it is great because like I have like plans for next year like kind of like a few places I want to go to so we'll see how like everything opens back up how exciting do you do would you say you do more like domestic travel here in the United States or are you like well before COVID (laughs) or are you going more abroad and checking out other places or both so I do I do a mix of both. So like my first trip, like it was actually to Cincinnati to go see my favorite tennis player. So I was like, okay, he really loves this tournament. So I really want to go. So I went and then I was like, okay, I know he loves like another tournament in London. So I basically made all the plans. I was like, I had never been like outside the US besides Canada, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So in 2017, I planned out like a whole week London trip didn't know what was going on didn't know like how to route myself didn't know like about currency like exchanges but literally like in a couple days i just went like okay i adapted and then from then on i've just been able to travel like both domestic and international international oh my god i love that because that is again one of the things that um would scare me about solo travel you know it's one thing to do it here domestically but yeah international travel i'm just like i don't know if i'm ready for that but then hearing angie talk and guide us we might be ready for that so tell me now obviously i shared a few of my objections that i had with traveling and like i said traveling is such a big thing for me is so i feel so called that i just want to go explore the world but i have all these excuses and objections right what are some of the most common ones that you are hearing from people about why they just can't travel or obviously besides covid <laughs> yeah i think like mostly like for solo travel they're like wait solo travel like am I going to be able to like have fun on my own Mm. like what if I need someone there to help me out like I have to depend on myself to do this kind of thing or like how do I even go about planning something for myself because usually like you're in groups and like you may designate like one person to you know do all the travel plans and you just show up so then it's like if you're doing it solo then it's like well someone has always been doing it for me so where do I start like you know do I book a package like if there if there's like a solo supplement and I want to go solo I had to pay more money for it like 
all these kind of things that you have to consider. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Do you want to share some more? Like, what are some of your best tips for going solo? Like, do you go with the packages? Like, what kind of activities are you looking for? Like, I don't know, just some of your best tips for for solo traveling. Yeah. So it's it's really funny because like for my first London trip, it was um to a tournament called Wimbledon, like the biggest tournament in tennis. And they had these huge packages that you could buy. And I think it was like 2000 US dollars and they would give you like a ticket for the event and then put you up like in a hotel for like a few days. And I'm like, okay, if I'm paying $2,000 to go to get a hotel for a few days and then like for one ticket, I still have to pay for the flight to get there. They didn't pay for that. Mm -hmm. And then if I want to do other stuff around London, they didn't pay for that. So I'm like, okay, that could easily be a five, $6,000 trip. I was like, no, there has to be a better way. So I was like, okay, like I went and like, I found like little like financing things that you could do. Like I found like activity directories that have like both like free and paid activities. Like I went on like official like websites for like whatever the country or city was and like saw like what kind of like walking tours you could do. What kind of food tours could you do? So you could have like both food and like um, a cultural experience and everything. And then like, I really love theater. So I'm like, what kind of theater shows can I go watch? Like, what kind of like art gallery can I go to? And like different, or even like, if you're just kind of walking around like the city, like where you are, like where you're staying, just kind of like taking like a walk around and being like, okay, like survey the area and see like what's around there type thing. That's some of my favorite stuff to do when I travel is um, like sometimes my husband and I will will go somewhere and we'll just get in the car and we'll just drive around and just look at like just the architecture and just the surroundings and just we always laugh about, oh, we're so nerdy. We're just driving around looking at things. And I'm like, no, I think that there's there's a simplicity and a beauty to that, to just admiring what's what's around you. So I really, really love that. So, so it'd be all about kind of looking at what you're interested in and things that you enjoy doing, maybe some things that you want to check out in certain places mm-hmm. and then going out to research that. So yeah, definitely. do you have a way of making it easy for us though? Like I know I saw that you have got, um, like travelers playbook courses that look awesome. Tell us some more about like, what do you do to, to simplify it for us and help us out if we're wanting to start some solo travel? Yeah. So it's going to sound like very contrary, but I actually book my hotel first because of like all the parts of like your travel itinerary, like hotel prices are usually like pretty consistent unless you're going to like book it like really, really late. So I booked my hotel first. And like, what I found is um, I can actually use like booking.com to do like no prepayment and like free cancellation. So basically, like, if let's say I I actually have like a reservation for Boston next year. Uh So I booked it in advance. So I didn't have to put any money down. And I have free cancellation. So if it's the case that like when things like maybe semi open up or, and it doesn't feel safe for me, I can go back on booking.com and be like, okay, I canceled this reservation and I put zero money down. So there's no risk to me, but at least I have like a hotel reservation. So then it's like, as you're looking at flight prices and everything, if you find a good flight, 
then you can just be like, okay, like I have my flight booked and let's say like you want to finance it or something. There are actually options out there where you don't have to use a credit card you can just like pay like in installments, like over a few months. Wow. That's a great tip. Yeah. So like, let's say like you book your hotel and then like you pay like your payments, like over a few months for your flight. And then it's like, you can go on somewhere, like get your guide, which is like a big like directory of like all kinds of activities, free free and paid. So then you could just go on there and be like, okay, like I kind of like to do like these kind of things. So you can just like put them in like a document and then go back later and be like, okay, like you can book in advance or you can maybe book on the day, depending on like what the restrictions are for next year and like beyond. So you kind of like stagger like each part of like your itinerary. So at least like you have things secured but you're not like so overwhelmed. Like I have to pay $2,000 like right away. Like you can just kind of like segment it out. I I love that. And I love what you mentioned about booking.com too, with the free cancellation, because that's always a big thing too. Sometimes I'm afraid to plan too far in advance because I'm very much, oh my gosh, what if we get to that? And you know, somebody gets sick or something comes up or this or that. So I really love that that option gives you opportunity to plan in advance while also you know still having that flexibility if something comes up right these are genius ideas so um share with me I love that you mentioned um food tours because tell us too you also have a whole account that is just dedicated to your experiences like you've said your cultural and like your food experiences is that correct yeah yeah, because yeah, like, I'm kind of like, okay, like I can travel somewhere, but you eventually have to eat. And <laughs> I kind of feel like, so there's like the like architecture and like you're meeting people. But I always feel like food is such a fabulous vessel to really like deeply understand like, what a culture is like. And just get like a deeper understanding of like, the overall place. So yeah. I'm always for like taking like any kind of like food pictures, especially if it's like highlighting like a local cafe or kind of like if just a local, like you're on a food tour and they really know the area. It's like, you kind of get like those extra like stories and those like really good bits, like in addition to like eating the food. Yes. And sometimes that's, I like that you mentioned that, that you just get those extra little um, bits that you wouldn't hear anywhere else that you're not going to read in the typical travel websites or books. And that's what sometimes can make your experience like just that much more special and that much more memorable. So I really love that you mentioned that. I've actually never been on a food tour and I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to check that out because. Oh yeah, they're great. Like, when I went to London last year, I did London and Switzerland. So I went on a food tour and it was in like, I think it was like in Shoreditch area, which is like kind of like a little bit grungy, but it's really, really cool. Cause they have like so many food markets and then like, you can just walk to all these different, different places. And if I wouldn't have gone on this food tour, like I wouldn't have found out about this really great place called dark sugars. And they like, it's like a family farm and they like make like all like chocolate, like from scratch and then like ship it to London. And then they make like the best, best like hot chocolate like you'll ever have. But I would have never known about it if I didn't go on the food tour. And it's really nice. Cause it's like, generally the tour itself is free, but then of course, like you pay for like whatever kind of food 
that you want. But yeah, like you get to go around for like an hour, hour 15. And you get to like learn about all these different kind of places and get like exposed to markets and like all those stuff. That's so cool. Now, I know another thing I was just thinking right now while you were talking, I thought of another common objection that kind of popped up. So with international travel, too, we start going into things like passports and like you said, exchange rates and just, um, you know, maybe documentation and things like that that might get really intimidating really quickly for people. Do you have maybe just a little advice or a little offering just like don't be overwhelmed, just kind of start with this? so the biggest thing I found and it was also from London like before the first time I went to London I was like okay like I need to have like some money on me so I actually went to my bank and got pounds before I left and then when I came back and I was going to exchange like my notes and my coins they're like oh yeah like we can take like all the notes like the actual bills but we can't take any of the coins so I had like 20 I think I had like 20 or 25 us dollars worth of coins oh, no. <laughs> just like in my house and luckily i was able to go back to london and use them yeah. but otherwise like you would have all that money like sitting in your house and you can't use it so i was like no there has to be a better way and also like if you're carrying around a bunch of money like that's not really safe it's like mm-hmm. if you get pickpocketed then you're out of your money so what i found was there's actually a company called transferwise and they have a debit card and it's a currency card so you can hold like multiple currencies at one time on the card so basically what you do like you link whatever debit card you want to or credit card to your transferwise account so like let's say you want to convert to pounds or whatever you would just do the usd to pounds conversion and i think it's like a small fee to tran- to um convert it and it's real time conversions you don't have to do any calculating Oh my gosh. I love that tip. And then you don't have to worry about, you know, all the jazz with your credit card. (laughs) And is it, you know, any of that? Wow. What great tips. Transfer wise. Tell me now I have to know, do you have a tip for the airlines? Because tickets are ridiculous. Like (laughs) sometimes I find that like out of everything, I can find a great hotel price, you know, great deals on activities. And then I get to that airline ticket and I'm like, well, this is, you know, (laughs) like five times the rest of the trip. Do you have any like really great tip about what you do on airlines? Yeah. So like personally, I use Google flight. So it's kind of like a two like prong thing that I do. So one, I put on the flight tracker to like, see like how the prices are going to go up, down. And then What's really nice about Google flights compared to like Skyscanner or whatever else, you can actually see like in their little like calendar, what like the ideal prices are going to be like the lowest prices. And they usually have them in green. So like, let's say like you want to plan something for February, but the prices are kind of high. So then you can kind of like maybe go to like, you know, April or June time. And then you might see some of those like green fares. So then you start clicking on those and then they show you the lowest like fares for that time. So you can kind of like allocate from there. That's really nice. Have you found that it's pretty accurate too? then? Like once it gets. Yeah, like, I found that. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, like once you get to that time, it's not like lower than what you had already paid. 
Right. And like, it depends on like seasons too. So it's like, um, especially like when you're thinking um, domestic or international, it's like there's high season and low season. So like, if you're thinking like international, if you're going somewhere in the summer, like you're going to Europe or something in the summer, it's going to be more expensive because a lot of people want to go. So if you want to try and go at that time, like I do, you have to plan for that probably like October, November time and probably buy the tickets by like about February, March time to get the best prices. And then like if you're going somewhere like where it's winter, of course, people don't want to go because it's really, really cold. Unless like you just have like super good like mechanisms that you can just deal with cold or you just really want to go. So then of course the price is going to be a lot lower. So you can plan a little bit like closer. Those are great points too. Yeah. A lot of it is seasons too. Um, I mean, notice that right where I'm at, I'm in California. So it's the same thing here, you know, over our beach areas are more expensive in the summer and, you know, less in the winter. So that's definitely a great point. Just being, I would say being informed on where you're going, just knowing those things. So I really love, um, I really love that you kind of make it easy for us. What other course, what all courses do you have? Do you have one that helps you, like you said, with itinerary planning or are they all wrapped up into one or are they separate? Yeah. So I actually have like a few course offerings. So for this month only, like I have for like how to plan like your accommodations and your activities. And then after this month, it will be just like the regular two courses. So they're called the solo travelers playbook. And I have a domestic and international version for those that live outside the US. And yeah, it goes through like flights, um, hotels, activities, like any transit and then money. So like your budgeting tools. And then I do include like a full like itinerary planner at the end of each course. Wow, I think that that's awesome because I know for myself, somebody like me just having, something like that just laid out and ready for me that, okay, what's my next step that I need to do? And then you're right there saying, here you go. Here it is for you. Now let's do this. So I really think that that's, I just think it's so cool what you're doing. Um, And I think it's so cool that you're just empowering others, especially with solo travel. Like you said, that's really intimidating, but it's so empowering at the same time. So if they want to connect with you online and get like your traveler playbooks courses and all of that, where can we connect with you online? Yeah. So the best place right now, Instagram. So it would be, so for the courses, um, it would be at the flexitarian travels. And then if you want to just indulge in just a bunch of food porn (laughs) at the flexitarian digest. I'm going to link you to both (laughs) because yeah, I know I love to just go through food and I'm just like, yeah. Definitely food porn. Yeah, it's, it's a, one of my biggest vices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a friend too, but she she's the same. Like every time she travels, she's a real big traveler and she'll go to all of these just off the wall restaurants that she finds. And she finds hers on um, Yelp. She'll say, I just went on Yelp and I looked um, for the area and whatever like some of the top ratings were. And if it looked interesting, we just go try it. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually really funny you say that because like one of my um, solo journeys, because I it was last year as well. Yeah, last year. And I went to 
Toronto and I went to Vancouver for the first time. And I actually went because of food, because I had seen on Instagram, like all these people posting from these great places. And I was like, I really want to go. So I actually planned out the trip and I went to said places because I was like, yeah, this sounds amazing. Oh my God. I love that. Actually, you saying that just reminded me of one of the questions I wanted to ask you just like purely for fun. Tell us um, some of the places that you've traveled to that you've been able to travel to. Yeah. So it's been um, Toronto, Vancouver, Canada, um, DC, Charleston, Cincinnati, London, Mexico City, and Geneva, Switzerland. Oh, so cool. What's next on your bucket list? You said you had a couple planned. Oh, yeah. So I really, I like really want to go to New Zealand and I want to go to Rome and I want to go to a few more places in Europe. And I really want to go back to Mexico and like explore more in Mexico. So lots of like little things planned. I love it. It's my dream to go over to like Europe and just like you said, explore that whole area, just all of it. I don't think one trip will probably be enough. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's like, kind of like, as I was building out these courses and just thinking about like my journey overall, like it's kind of at the point now I can just really have these big dreams and kind of be like, okay, like I can actually put into action to go to these places and I don't feel like it's super like out of reach or like, you know, I'm totally crazy or something like, no, like I just have all the systems in place to just like be able to actually like make these dreams come true, which I just think is absolutely amazing. I think that's amazing as well. And I think that it's even more amazing that you're turning around and you're sharing it with the rest of us. Like you're doing it. You're like, hey, I've got this system that's working and I can go travel. Now I'm going to turn around and share it. And I think that that is the coolest part. So thank you for sharing your gift with us. Yeah, anytime. So just to close us out, do you have anything else that you um, could think of that you wanted to add or we didn't touch on? Do you think that I asked you like probably 20 million questions? (laughs) No, like it's like travel like anything like travel food is like pretty much like anything I can talk about that all day. And it's always like the case, like whether it's my travel pictures or my food photos, I actually like want to make people feel like they're there with me and that they can actually like do it and experience it. Cause I feel like just too much, like too much of the time, like with any kind of like travel account that you follow, like on Instagram or something, you just see like a bunch of like influencer influencers being like, okay, like, yeah, like I went like here and I went here and I had like someone do this for me. And I'm like, that's not really practical. Cause it's like, not everyone is trying to mm-hmm. be out here to just be an influencer. Like people actually just want to be able to experience places yeah, right. and you're not really giving them the tools to actually be like, okay, like I can actually go experience that place and not just keep scrolling down on Instagram, seeing other people live out these yes. dreams. So that's where like, for me, I want to come in and be like, no, like, take the inspiration from that influencer and actually go do it. And, you know, write like your own story and like have your own experiences. Yes, I love that. Because I mean, even myself for so long, it was just sitting back and watching everybody else. And uh, how, how did she manage to do that? Or oh, why can't I do that? I'm like, you can, you can like get up. And there's always a way like, there's always a way and it's people 
like Angie that are here to light the way for us and lead the way and say, you guys can solo travel. I'm doing it. Here's my system. Like, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> let's go travel. So I love it. So um, Angie, when you decide to start putting together trips where you actually take people somewhere, you're all about solo travel. You're all not taking a group of people anywhere, but I want to go with you. <laughs> hey, I am always like up for meetups. Like that's how I've met like so many of my friends. Cause like, I have like so many, um, like on Instagram or Twitter and we're like, yeah, like you just want to like meet up like here, here. That's what I did for my friend um, um, in Mexico last year. We were just like, okay, like, yeah, like we're going to meet up in Mexico. So that's so she cool. actually lives in California as well. And then I just came through like Miami and then we had like a great weekend in Mexico. So that's so cool. <laughs> Those are the coolest stories. Like for reals. Angie, thank you so much for being here today, being here on the show. I feel like you gave us so many great tips that we can go start with. I'm like, I'm going to go look at booking.com and see what's, what's going on next year. <laughs> Truly, man. Like, I'm like, just always keep inspired and like, always like keep dreaming big because those big dreams can happen. 100%. And I know too, once, um, once we get past all this COVID stuff, travel will be opened back up, but even domestically, you can still do a little bit of travel, even within your own city, your own town. Um, you know, if you're feeling a little cooped up right now, I just go walk down, you know, go look around your own town, your own city. <laughs> Yeah, like I can actually add on that because that's what got me solo traveling. That that was kind of like the precursor to my solo travel because cool. I wasn't really like comfortable being on my own. But then I was like, no, I feel like I'm getting held back from things I want to do. So it did start with like, you know, just going to like a local cafe or like a movie theater on my own. Yes. And then I was like, when I moved to Florida, I was like, okay, like, yeah, like I'm driving around Miami and stuff on my own. So if I can do that, then I can like travel to another state. If I can do that, then I can travel to another country and I have all the adaptability like mechanisms to be able to adapt like wherever I am and just have an amazing time wherever I am. I love that. So it was just baby steps, like you said, to get there. So you just started with one thing. Okay. I did that. Like now, yeah, I can do this now. I did that. Yeah. Now I can do this. I love it, Angie. So Anybody that's listening and you're ready to jump into your solo travel or you just think you can't do it or you think you can't hang out by yourself, that's even a big thing too. Like you said, like just, you know, I have nobody to hang out with. Like, no, get comfortable with yourself. This is your opportunity. Learn yourself. What do you love? What do you, you know, get to know yourself. Exactly. So I love it. Thank you so much again, Angie, for being on the show today. And we will see you next time. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review and I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.